welcome to Grain Insight, a CN update on getting your grain to market. I'm David Chidnovic, and joining me is Fiona Murray, CN's VP of Government and Public Affairs and recently elected board chair of the Railway Association of Canada. Fiona, CN just submitted its 2020-2021 grain plan to the Minister of Transport, its third grain plan to date. To start us off, can you discuss what the two major objectives are of the grain plan? Yeah, thanks, David. So this new policy was introduced in 2019 in accordance with uh, Canada's Transportation Modernization Act, where Canada's Class 1 railroads were required to submit an annual grain plan. And, you know, CN recognizes that this initiative has been helpful to increase supply chain performance and just in terms of increasing the collaboration between all the members in the supply chain. The grain plan has two main parts to it. First, it includes CN's assessment of how much grain and processed grain products it expects to move over the course of the crop year based on the information that we have at the time to make that assessment, including the anticipated size of the grain crop. Second, the grain plan assesses CN's ability to move the volume of grain over the course of the crop year, including the actions that CN has taken or will be taken to enable that grain to move. Now, before we get into the volumes that CN anticipates moving in 2020-21, what results did CN achieve in 2019-20 versus the guidance in the 2019-20 grain plan? So CN experienced some really unprecedented challenges this past crop year, including very difficult harvest weather, trade disputes, an eight-day strike by the TCRC in November of 2019, a week-long mainline disruption in late January and early February due to landslides and washouts in southern BC, 32 illegal blockades that lasted for 22 days, and then to top it all off, a pandemic. So we and our customers have definitely been tested, and our resiliency was really proven at each challenge. In spite of all that, CN moved over 28.2 million metric tons of bulk and processed grain products from Western Canada by a carload in the 2019-2020 crop year. That exceeds the previous record set in 2018-2019 by over 0.8 million metric tons. That also exceeds the upper end of the 25.5 million metric tons to 27.5 million metric tons range of the grain movement that CN had projected in our 2019-2020 grain plan. In addition, CN moved over 1.1 million metric tons of grain from Western Canada in containers and You know, this wasn't included in our our 2019-2020 grain plan. So movement of total Western Canadian grain in 2019-2020 amounted to over 29 million metric tons. And when you account for the grain tonnage shipped in Eastern Canada, CN actually moved over 30 million metric tons of Canadian grain and processed grain products in the 2019-2020 crop year. Thanks for that. Now, what does CN expect for anticipated grain volumes to be moved during the 2020-21 crop year? Well, based on the information we have been working with concerning carry-in stock, which have declined significantly year over year due to the strong demand, plus crop size and exports, etc., we expect to move between 26 and 28 million metric tons of grain and processed grain products in the 2020-2021 crop year, with upside given the anecdotal information out there concerning yield prospects in Western Canada, which overall everything looks very promising. It's really unfortunate to have seen the damage that excessive rainfall has brought to parts of northern Alberta and D.C., along with parts of western Manitoba. There's been some serious hail events in the west, but overall, yield prospects are really looking good. So how has CN's guidance on maximum sustainable supply chain capacity changed versus the 2019-20 crop year? Well, this is a pretty key part of the grain plan. Because we break down the maximum sustainable capacity of the end-to-end grain supply chain on CN by month and by week, both for bulk grain movement and for the movement of processed grain products like canola meal, canola oil, and malt. 
Achieving that maximum sustainable level of capacity depends on a lot of factors, including having all major grain corridors operating fluidly, no major mainline disruptions, no labor disruptions, seven-day-per-week terminal unloading operations. So all of the things are firing on all cylinders. There also may not be enough demand to match the capacity available. For 2020-2021, CN has increased its guidance for maximum sustainable capacity for weekly spots for both CN-supplied hoppers as well as private hoppers. The use of private hoppers in bulk grain service continues to increase, adding to overall supply chain capacity. In the case of CN-supplied hoppers, our guidance has increased during winter by 350 spots per week to 4,500 per week. And outside of winter, our guidance for CN hopper spots has increased by 150 spots per week to 5,800 per week. Combined for bulk, for bulk grain movement, our guidance is 6,750 hoppers per week outside of winter and 5,250 hoppers per week during winter. On top of that, we expect about 850 private car spots per week for the movement of processed grain products. Now, the second part of the grain plan covers whether CN has the resources in place to move anticipated grain volumes over the course of the crop year. Can you discuss the actions CN is taking and will take to ensure it can move these volumes over the course of the crop year? So CN has completed a record $7.4 billion in capital investments in the past two years to increase its network capacity and resiliency and enhance safety, which is a core value at CN. We have added close to 140 miles of mainline double track, increased the number of long sidings, added yard capacity at key spots like Winnipeg, Melville, and Edmonton, among other places, acquired 260 new high-horsepower locomotives, and purchased 1,000 new high-capacity hopper cars. We've also implemented technology in a big way in order to enhance safety and create network capacity, including eight automated track inspection safety cars and seven automated safety inspection portals. All of these investments have made a big difference in the resiliency of the CN network. Now, what about 2020-21? How is CN ramping up resources as the economy recovers, and what additional specific actions is CN taking to increase network resiliency and capacity heading into new crop? Great question. So, obviously, you know, like all companies, we right-sized during the peak of the COVID-19 pandemic, and now that the Canadian economy is showing signs of recovery, we're actively recalling our train crews back from furlough and bringing out locomotives and rail cars from storage. The company is highly motivated to move all the traffic offered to us, and we take our responsibility as an essential service provider very seriously. In terms of increased capacity and resiliency, CN recently announced the purchase of an additional 1,500 new high-capacity hopper cars to be delivered during 2020-2021. Besides being able to carry more grain, especially for lighter density commodities like canola and oats and barley, these cars are also shorter than our conventional jumbo hopper cars or you know, the legacy government of Canada hopper cars, that means more cars can fit on the same track footage at origin and destination, meaning even more grain can be moved for train with the same crew and power. And as part of our 2.9 billion 2020 capital investment for this year, we also have some special projects on the go, all with emphasis on Western Canada and the Western Coast ports. Raj Gupta went into depth on these in a recent podcast, including building additional sidings in the Prince Rupert Corridor, adding eight miles of double track west of Edmonton, expanding CN yard capacity in Kamloops and Vancouver and Scotford, and building a bypass track at CN Thornton Yard. We are also working on our multi-year projects, which will boost North Shore capacity, you know, projects like the Thornton Tunnel Ventilation Project and adding 19,000 foot third track between the Thornton Tunnel and Thornton Yard. 
So Fiona, you focused on a couple of multi-year projects there at the Port of Vancouver, which are really important to increasing capacity longer term. But what about a couple of the more specific projects that we've got on the go in the Prince Rupert Corridor? It's really important for us and for the Canadian economy for developing increased exports. So any additional colour there? Yeah, we have a lot of focus on Prince Rupert. Specifically, we're working on three sidings, a 12,000-foot siding between Prince George and Prince Rupert at the Buckley Canyon, Skeena, and Watson Island. The addition of these sidings will handle further growth in the Prince Rupert corridor, such as grain, intermodal, and coal. And at Prince Rupert itself, there are two uh, multi-year programs on the go between the Zanardi Bridge upgrade and the addition of uh, two sidings at KN. So we're targeting to have these fully in service by Q4 of this year. It's important to keep investing in this corridor. Prince Rupert is really key to boosting Canadian exports. Yeah, that's a good point, Fiona. And I know specifically, you know, Zanardi Bridge is multi-year, but with those sidings at Kane, I mean, we're planning to get those done by the end of Q4. Now, anything you'd like to add in closing, Fiona? Yeah, you know, David, the pandemic's been tough on all Canadians and on Canadian businesses, but particularly on smaller businesses. So I urge everyone to go out safely, you know, take your face mask, wear your face mask, and shop locally. This helps everyone, and it can help kickstart the economy. And certainly, CN will do our part to kickstart the economy as well. We're keenly aware that we are essential to the economy, and we're essential to our customers, and we're essential to the communities in which we operate. So that's my message to everybody. Let's get Canada back to business. So thanks, David, for the chance to speak to you today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for your time, Fiona. And thanks for listening to Grain Insight, an update from CN. 